I shared on the last podcast that this year I am really focusing on slow and smooth and smooth as fast and really just kind of slowing down and getting all the details, getting into the nitty gritty of things and, and really kind of uh, focusing on the things that I want to avoid and ignore. And that's really hard for me. And I'm sure it's hard for all of us when we want to make changes that we just don't think we're either prepared for or want or have fears about. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about how focusing on one thing will actually get us farther faster. Let's get into it. Hey mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you want to make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based, sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes, because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. If you are anything like me, I know that you are tired of all the new year, new you mayhem. It is all the before and after photos and the, the, all the, the new changes and new excitement and all the things. And I know you're tired of trying to figure out how to undo the last several years of avoiding or neglecting your health. And sometimes it's for fun that we've avoided and neglected our house. And sometimes it's just because it's too overwhelming to think about. You want someone you can trust to figure it out for you and show you the way out. And I want you to stop looking around, stop being overwhelmed, stop being disappointment with, disappointed with the before and after photos that never really happen. And I want you to start taking small steps now that will transform your health in time. I'm going to give you tools and help you find the time to get moving, manage your diet, get sleep, manage your stress, and it's all on a daily basis. We're going to optimize your actions for better and better results. You can take care of your health in ways that reverse aging, that lead to longevity, more energy, and even better fitting pants. Yes, I will be kicking off our next Body Habit Rescue cohort in the new year. This new year, 2024, with several freebies starting in the free Body Habit Rescue Facebook group. There's a free webinar coming up on Wednesday, January 17th. If you've missed that by now, that it's okay, but it's a 2024 wellness planning party. And it's for you about how to simplify the five key habit areas for lasting results. You can also get the replay within the group. Go and join the group. Also, I'm going to be having a free 20-minute mobility class, just like I teach within the Body Habit Rescue program, and a free fitness booth challenge coming up this February. But I need you to go become a member of the Body Habit Rescue Facebook group or become a Body Habit Rescue insider really quick by visiting B-I-T bit.ly, bit.ly slash B-H-R insider. That's bit.ly, bit.ly slash B-H-R insider. So you will not miss any of the announcements or links to be added to to receive any of the offers that I'm giving away with the Body Habit Rescue. So 
I want to show you how to take care of your health so you can show up with more energy, more confidence, and more health every single day this new year. Let's get into today's episode. So a little bit about me, my background, I, I used to do some choreography for, uh, for dance choreography for events and um it was very scary, honestly, with all the pressure, and it was not always working with the strongest dancers or dancers of similar backgrounds, or maybe I was doing the dancing, and I really was not in a season where I was training really well. You know, that as a choreographer, it's really hard to, to kind of manage your own talent while you're managing everybody else's. And so, but when, when the event options or opportunities came up, I would always have to decide a certain amount of things really, really quickly. So I'd have to decide the music and I have to decide the dance style and I have to be very aware of the venue, the dimensions of the venue. How big is it? How, how small is the dance space? You know, uh, what is the audience? You know, what, where, where are they coming from? What are the, the people like? Um, what are their backgrounds? What, are, what kind of music that they enjoy? What kind of music do they appreciate? Right. Numbers of dancers. If they're one dancer or 10 dancers, or 50 dancers, you know, what, what, are, what am I working with there? What are the dancer backgrounds? What's their ability? What's their strength, their weakness? What's, what kind of training have they had? I mean, a ballet dancer is definitely not the same as a hip hop dancer. And there's a lot of work to do to kind of level the playing field, depending on which way we go with the dance style. Um, the timeline, if do I have three weeks? Do I have one week? Do I have 10 weeks? Do I have a year? You know, what is what does that timeline look like? And then the dancer availability within that timeline. We got to rehearse. We got to get some things done. And we've got to make sure that, that all the dancers are on the same page, that we're able to, to perform it to the best of our ability, that we are able to shine in that moment. Because really with dance stuff, you have is kind of one and done. You don't really repeat a lot unless you're touring or something like that. You're a lot of what you do, your performances are one are one time only. So it really is important to be able to shine in that moment and really capitalize the moment and the atmosphere and the environment. So it was, I remember having one time I had only one dancer to work with for a presentation. Uh, it was a particular one and, and she did not have a strong dance background. But when I just decided to that she was going to be the center of this performance. I just, I went with it. I trusted the process and it ended up being such a sweet, sweet moment. And I just remember her face just glowing. And it was just, it was, it was a, it fed her as much as it fed everyone around her. And it was really just a moment of just um, realization for me that, that one, your talent, your gift, the thing that you are, you're just kind of able to do with a little bit more ease than maybe someone else that that is, is what it is, it's a gift. And so uh, there's some pliability, there is your brain is just amazing and can work uh, with some flexibility with with the, the different things that are going on. But then also just that that trusting the process, you have so many decisions to be made that that you are able to mold kind of like a clay maker, and just be able to mold something into a form that is usable, right? So just kind of, uh, I, I had that thing, that, that thought as I was thinking about what, 
what I'm doing in the new year? What, a, what am I kind of focusing on? Uh, there are many things that are kind of uh, at my attention and, and pulling me in different ways. But there is really one thing that I want you to focus on this new year. And I want me to focus on this new year. And that is decision making decision making. (laughs) We are going to commit to choose, commit to decide quickly because our brains are going to do some great work and uh, clay making with the decisions that we make and we're going to make it better. Whatever we decide, we know we're going to trust the process and make it better. So many of us have a fear of moving forward because of you know, past failures, and we see all the, the, the issues around the what's going on. And I'm going to give you a few ways I have made decision making easier for me. So the first step to decision making is really bold step of committing to one idea. And, and that is, it's huge, because it, it, there are so many pieces, moving pieces that you may be kind of moving around, we're going to get to that. But Trust that you will get better. Trust that the starting idea will not be the final result and commit to the process to seeing the idea through. So you have to decide and have to commit to that one idea, right? Steve Jobs, this is a secondhand account, but I remember someone telling uh, a, a group of people that that he would take um, he would go on these retreats with the apple folks and they would take amazing ideas list out all the amazing ideas and then he would whittle it down to three ideas and he'd say okay these all these amazing ideas we're going to whittle it whittle it whittle it and then now these are our top three ideas and you know when you have a lot of amazing people in a room a lot of amazing ideas and a lot of kind of synergy happening you've got a lot of 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 you probably have some pretty powerful three ideas and then on top of that he would whittle it down to one what is the big idea and and so it was thoughtful. It was a thoughtful process. It was a process to get there. Uh, there were people with many years of experience in the room, many kind of congruent talents so that they could kind of bounce off ideas with each other. So it, it wasn't without information. They were just, weren't just flippantly deciding this big idea, but they were deciding one idea rather than three or 10 or, you know, things that would take them off into different directions. So thinking about that, thinking about that one idea, what is it that that you need to decide? Then also trusting that decision-making breeds more and better decision-making. I want you to make small decisions first. And this is, this is, this is three and, uh, or sorry, two and three are, are, tied together because decision-making, trusting the process that decision-making leads more and better decision-making. Also, you, you need to make sure that you are asking good questions in the beginning because great big decisions come from great small decisions. So the third idea is to make small decisions first. In that idea of decision-making breeds more and better decision-making, you want to commit to the task and you want to commit to figuring it out. You want to commit to the idea or the goal. So you're making that decision to move forward, right? Then you want to commit to getting advice. You want to commit to being open to ideas. You want to commit to a theme. And you want to ask the questions, what do I like? What do they prefer? 
all of those pieces of information that as much information that you can get and those questions that you can ask in the beginning can really kind of take you to that next level of comfort in your decision making, right? So you may decide and you may say, oh, I don't like this and I'm going to go in a different direction because now I have more information. The big thing is that we hesitate because we think we don't have enough information. And you have to at some point stop and say, do, can I get any more information for this decision? Am I kind of at an information plateau? If I am, I need to decide to move forward with what I have, especially if you're on a timeline, if you have a goal in mind with a, with a, a, budgeted, a, a budget of time, it's really important to say this is, is got to happen within this, this time frame, right? So decision making is really key. Gathering information because you've committed to move forward, not gathering information because you're an information hoarder. I definitely am at times. I'm a motivation hoarder. I'm an information hoarder at times just because, and that's usually my key, my signal that I am spinning and spinning both, both in the idea of spinning around an idea and not really committing. And then also spinning the words in my head saying, you know, oh, I really do need a little bit more of this, or I, I could use a little bit more idea of, of these ideas, or could use a, a little bit more looking at these, these kind of vision boards and things like that. No, that's spinning for yourself, like you're spinning, you're spinning your thoughts and manipulating yourself into not making a decision. And so those three things have commit to the idea. You have to commit to the idea. You're also decision-making breeds more and better decision-making. You've got to commit to move forward, right? And then the fourth one is make small decisions first. So really just kind of saying, I'm going to move forward with what I have. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep gathering information as I go, right? So focus on the one thing, focus on the one thing, what is your one area that you have in mind? What is it? What is coming to mind as you listen to me and thinking, I need to make decisions about this? Write it down. What are those areas? Is it to do with your family? Is it to do with your fitness? Is it to do with your eating? Is it to do with work, something? What is that thing? Write it down. And then I want you to focus on moving forward. Commit to moving forward. And that is through decision-making, right? So if you do nothing else from this podcast, it is one, the one thing is to clarify the, the, the thing that keeps spinning around in your head that you are not moving forward with, right? So clarify that and then start to write down what is, what is a one thing that's going to be, uh, help me move forward in this area. We are going to be covering some of this stuff in the wellness planning party today, actually. It's going to be today, January 17th at 11 a.m. in the Facebook, or actually I'm sharing the, the Zoom link in the Body Habit Rescue Facebook group. If you're not able to, to get there today at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States, if you're not able to get there, then you are welcome to just join the Facebook, the Body Habit Rescue Facebook group, Facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash body habit rescue. And then you will be able to see the replay as well. I will post the replay once that is finished. So 
please come see me. Please come hang out. DM me. Let me know your questions. I would love to support you in your new year wellness goals. And uh, if you're not able to make it today, I still want to be sure that you are moving, friend. Let's move. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move, friend.